this is the final SONFT DTF podcast before a champion is crowned. Who will be victorious and who will be clowned? Who will rise up and who will fall down? Isaac vs. Taylor, the final round. Let's go. Uh, now welcome to my guests, Isaac and Taylor. How are y'all doing today? Doing good, doing good. good. I'm good, doing well. All right, nobody asked. Um, first question. Yeah, yes. uh, I have to start with your souls. Uh, who are you and where do you think you are in your fantasy careers? I'll start with you, Isaac. Um, you know, I'm a former league champion and... It's no secret that I have had a pretty outsized influence on the league. Um, but I think as far as my career is concerned, I think everybody can see that my team is I'm pretty much like the best young roster in the game. Um, and this is where I expected us to be. Uh, much to the chagrin of another certain podcast host. Um, All right, uh, Taylor, uh, where are you in your fantasy career right now? How is your soul doing? Well, you, yeah, you know, my soul's feeling really good. I think it's it's sad to know that after how many episodes we've done, I'm the only. Well, I guess no. I guess I was going to say, I, I, your how many how many episodes have you done sober? Um, exactly three. Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, my soul is doing good, you know. Uh, sorry, I should ask that because you—I don't think you understood Isaac's question, Isaac's point. Um, my soul is doing good. I feel fine. This is not—I ex- don't know how—I don't know how to answer that question. But yeah, man, I'm doing good. I'm booing. Uh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. I, I think you're a dumbass. But moving on. Uh, you two both have different journeys to where you got today. And I want to ask you about that journey. Um, while some of our league's greatest owners have always enjoyed a certain amount of success. <clears throat> that's me. Uh, you and Isaac are not exactly on that list. Um, and none of you were on our list for potential championship matchup contenders. Uh, I just wanted to ask you how you got here. Isaac, again, we will start with you. <laughs> yeah, this idea that my teams aren't like historically competitive, I don't know where it's really coming from. You know, if we're talking about the flea flicker era, the first year in the league, my team was not good. Um, I think I was last or second to last. And then second year, we did flea flicker. I was the third highest scoring team. Third year, I'm in the championship game. So, yeah, this uh, this idea that my teams aren't historically competitive is bullshit. Um, you know, I'm also a former league champion. So <clears throat> this, again, is where my team expected to be. And if you look at how I've played in the playoffs, um, you know, I had the first week over 200, I think, and then 260 or 270 or something. And then I was 267 when I beat Robbie. Um, so this is what my team was expected to do. Like they've all, they're all healthy and they're all playing. Um, and so this is no surprise to me how I got here. 
Um, you look at my, my drafts are pretty unreal, and I'll put them up against anybody else in the league's draft record. Whether or not mm. those players are still on my roster, um, I think it's pretty clear that I am the best talent evaluator in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, Taylor. And, and let, me, let me also let me also oh, note okay. let me also note that I am the best talent evaluator in the league, and I don't watch football. I'm just like that. I'm just different. My eye is different. It's just I'm just built different. Um, you know, I do enjoy soccer. Like credit to you, I like watching soccer sometimes. Uh, Taylor, <laughs> what do you have to say to that? So my first response is is yeah you, if you have that many darts it's 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 not that hard to miss. <laughs> so yeah. sure I'll give you that but I don't think we get there by the same route. Um yeah no I mean as cheesy or corny as it is it's just fantasy football but um yeah I mean I think Isaac and I <clears throat> have gone two different paths. Uh, I think <clears throat> Isaac has built his team. He had a, a young core that he's built. Uh, so over a couple of years he built it and now it looks like his core is here to stay for a while. Um, last, then you have me last year, I was worst in the league. Um, obviously I tanked a little bit. And so obviously I wasn't actually worst, but I was definitely near the bottom. Um, and then this year I went back and rebuilt and the players that I tanked for, neither of them, um, are going to be with me in the finals. And between the both of them, only one of them will play one game in my starting lineup, uh, in the playoffs. So I think it shows that you can either wait and develop a roster or go and be aggressive and get right back. Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's two different models, and uh, I feel pretty good about both our models. Yeah, I mean, Taylor, you last year you were last place. Mm-hmm. This year you're in the championship game. Yeah. Something uh, very interesting, though, is that I polled the entire league. I asked every single person <laughs> who they are rooting for in the championship game. Can I ask uh, you? you, did, you come, did you come up? Did you come up with that idea on your own? No, uh, you you asked me that. Okay, you okay. asked me that, and I think it's because you knew what the vote would be, and the vote was eight to two. Uh, Isaac had eight votes, and you had two, and that's only because Jacob has Isaac's first round pick. Well, everyone champing against people's you. People's champ. People's champ. <laughs> exactly. Well, the 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 champ is here. Taylor, how do you feel about that? Well, I, I was never asked, so the vote was actually eight to one. I would now like. To I mean, okay, are you rooting for I Isaac? Do, I also don't remember uh, being asked. <laughs> All right, okay, my my fault, my fault. Uh, Isaac, who are you rooting for to win the the five hundred dollars? Myself, the people's champ. Ex- okay, exactly. Okay, uh, I would like to ask myself, Taylor, uh, who were you rooting for to win the five hundred dollars? Well, if you actually listen to last podcast, I actually picked the finals to be Isaac versus Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. That's because you were copping out. But anyways, uh, Taylor, how do you how do you feel that everyone in the league is rooting against you? You know, um, every story needs a good villain, and I enjoy being that villain. So I'm fine with that. And, and in reality, if you were to pull the league and they were to say, who do you want to be in the finals the least? I guarantee you the three of us would be the top three votes. So I, I, so I feel just fine because I know you guys are all, all down here with me. Um, and it's primarily going to be because of that Joe Burrow trade. Um, that's why they're not going to want Isaac, and because of all the shit you pulled up, um, they didn't like that either. So I think the bo- all three of us are at the bottom of that. Uh, Isaac, how do you feel? Do you feel pressure being uh, the people's champion against Taylor, the tyrant, or or not? Like, how do you feel about that? No, and and I'll I'll tell you why. You know, as the minority 
chats representative in this championship. Get it. Um, you know, I, I do feel honored to represent my non-white brothers in the league. Um, and that gives me a kind of courage that if I had pale skin, I just would not have. Um, <laughs> you know, as, as for pressure, no. I, I, I killed the giant. I slayed the dragon. I took down the Robbie Connor conglomerate. Um, so you this is did. all. Okay, okay. Time this, out. This Yo, is gravy. You were a massive underdog in yes. that uh, Robbie Connor conglomerate matchup. Like, what, what was the secret to beating him? Because only one other man in the playoffs has that experience. I won't mention his name, but he's pretty suave. What did that feel like to beat Robbie? Like, everyone everyone doubted you. I doubted you. Again, I, and I've said this before, is that this is what we expected to do. If you were in the building, if you were having the conversations that we were having at our organization, you would know that we were not surprised by Sunday's result. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm gonna interrupt. A couple of things. One, can we stop calling Ryan, uh, Robbie? Uh, what was it? The, Slay the dragon, Slay the beast. No, no, Robbie is the beast. Hey, no, I don't, I, I, Robbie is not a dragon. Robbie is Snorlax. You know. <laughs> okay, I'm editing that out, dude. That's messed up, dude. I, I like Robbie. It's 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 an intimidating beast. It's a sizable beast, but. Yeah. He got well, there. If Robbie is a Snorlax. Then Isaac, Isaac's flute. He he played that flute. He worked that flute, and he moved Snorlax out of the way. So it's, carry on. It's it's the idea that Robbie and Robbie slept his way there. Robbie did nothing. He made two trades in the past three years that got him there. He slept his way into this giant. Um, second, Isaac talks about this is what we expect to do. This is the model. I know that's Isaac charade, but man. This man was practically on his knees. Taylor, please stop. Stop. Taylor, stop. This week, every time I'd be like, hey, man, like you're favored by this much. Robbie had Robbie's not favorable matchups. Hey, man, you're going to do it. Taylor, please stop, man. Please stop. <laughs> okay, and, okay. And, you know, hold on. Let's talk about that because in, in Taylor's mind, he thinks that those conversations were about me being cautiously optimistic about my matchup when in reality – in our, you know, our organization, we all sign NDAs, and any conversations mm. regarding current matchups or previous matchups in the league, we are not really authorized to talk about with other um, GMs. So I was, I was simply being cautious in my conversations with Taylor about what I was to reveal about our matchup. So, um, but I was pretty confident in the matchup, regardless of what he has to say, um, and that came through on Sunday. Yeah, um, didn't I receive a holy shit text from you? You know, speaking of holy shit, I want to remind the entire league or all of our four listeners that uh, I have vetoed. I vetoed the only trade between you two this year, and you were both here in the championship game. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. That that just goes to show that you are a meaningless person, and that was a meaningless (laughs) move. Uh, If by meaningless you mean if if meaningless is wait, what are you again? Typical bottom feeder. I'm the same to be true. If if meaningless is Spanish for fucking the only two-time champion in our league's history, I agree. I'm meaningless. But anyways, Isaac, you've gotten here on the backs of Josh Allen and Tua Tungivailoa. Tell us how it feels to have two of the best 
young quarterbacks, both under the age of 25 years old, and in the championship game this year. You'll win now, um, and you can win in the future. Yeah, it feels great uh, knowing that we have those two guys on the roster just for this year alone and also um, you know, for next year and, and the years after that. Um, especially seeing what Tua has been able to do. Um, you know, if you look at his game against the Patriots with a pretty depleted receiving core and how he was able to navigate that Patriots defense, um, you know, for a grown man whose father still spanks him, I think he did a pretty remarkable job against the <laughs> good. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Taylor, how do you feel as a grown man whose father still spanks him? Dave, Dave. We built the rosters differently. I'm looking over. If you're on the computer and you hover over, hover over. So, like, I go over to Sean Watson. It says traded for week four, 2020. If I go over Ryan Tannehill, it says added week seven, 2019. The only player in my starting lineup who I drafted is Tyler Lockett. Everyone else I picked up via free agency or traded for. Um, so, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about my future. I know that with that also means that I'm going to continue to make good moves moving forward. Uh, my key contributors this year have been – uh, really, Ryan Tannehill, I picked up middle last season. But Deshaun Watson, who I traded for midseason. Uh, Aaron Jones, traded for in the offseason. Uh, A.G. Brown, traded for in the offseason. Um, those are kind of the guys I rely on heavily. Um, and so, uh, for me, I just know that there's the best is yet to come. All right, all right, all right. Uh, only a few more questions. The first of which is, how did you get here? What was your best move? Um, your most underrated move, the move that allowed you to get here. Uh, Taylor, we will start with you. Yeah, so I think – so I made a good move for Deshaun Watson. I made a good move for A.J. Brown, and I made a good move for Aaron Jones. All great moves, but I actually want to talk to you about my favorite move of the season. Um, so I think that the best – that the, part of what got me here wasn't my, necessarily my own play, but the lack of play from my um, league competitors. And I think I, – <laughs> Acquiring uh, two first rounders, Nick Bosa, um, and no, dude, what, is... what else did I acquire, dude? Okay, all right, moving on. Isaac, what was your best? No, 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 I'm serious. I'm serious. I think doing that trade, I think you were one of the better competitors. You and I coming into the season were ranked as you were one and I was two as the best GMs of the season. Before the podcast started, you said this isn't going on the podcast, but now it is. You said that you had the worst season of a GM. I actually think you were the second worst. That's another story. But I think that our deal where you gave me your two first rounders crippled your season and prevented you from being able to do anything. So I think a big part of the reason why I was able to be here was because I had one less competitor because I took you out before the first game even started. Hmm. Hmm. That is a. Uh, you know what? That's a. Uh, that's. It's a pretty good point. Yeah, I was definitely nullified by that. Uh, I'm not putting it in the pod, but you. You, you might be right. Uh, Isaac, what about you, dude? Well, how did you get here? What was your best move of the season? Um, I think my best move ever, obviously, involves Josh Allen and the circumstances surrounding that acquisition. I won't really go into it. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. We're going to restart this, but your yeah. best move ever is definitely ever, if we're saying the word ever, it's J.J. Watt and seven-point sacks. All right, moving on. Josh Allen, carry on. Yeah, I think uh, the acquisition of Josh Allen was, was is pretty much what got me here. Um, and then also, you know, I made some shrewd draft moves. Like, there are obviously players who didn't work out and are not on my team. Um, but, you know, drafting a guy like D.K. Metcalf, who's an absolute monster, True, um, true, true, um, true. You know, drafting Calvin Ridley, who's a monster. 
Um, and then a guy like um, Sam, Marshall Sanders, from the Eagles, um, Chris Carson, those guys are pretty much the, the core of my team um, who I didn't have to give up anything for. Um, and so, be, you know, being able to have that flexibility is, is, is pretty much what I can attribute my season to. Sure, sure. Yeah, about, dude, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. About a year and a half ago, I was talking to Taylor on the phone, lunchtime, 1.23 p.m. He tells me Isaac is a dumbass. He is starting the 123rd ranked wide receiver. It's in the starting lineup. And I said, who is it? He says, DK Metcalf, some dude named DK Metcalf. And I was like, yeah, dude, what an idiot. Lo and behold, a year later, one of the best wide receivers in the league. So kudos so, to you, my friend. So what actually happened was I talked about you starting Anthony Miller, not DK Metcalf, but I appreciate the effort. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was DK Metcalf. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Uh, second to last question, Isaac, how are you going to win this week? Um, I'm going to win this week by overcoming some unfavorable matchups. Um, nice. And by scoring more points than Taylor, I think it's not really much clearer than that. Uh, I have to score more points than him. Um, and I, I don't really think the matchups are going to be that much of a hindrance. I think as long as the guys who are supposed to contribute, contribute, um, I think I'll be fine. And, you know, quite honestly, I think Taylor's going to choke. I think there's going to be a move where he is going to be hesitant to make. And ultimately, Ooh. I think I'll make the wrong move. Damn. Taylor, what is your response to that, and how are you going to win this week? So <clears throat> it's great to have um, a former a former young one, you know, former pad one here in the finals <laughs> with me. Um, yeah, you know, I think it was on like Tuesday or Wednesday, Isaac asked me my opinion on whether or not he should start A.J. Brown. Or sorry, whether he should start Antonio Brown. My apologies. Um, and I didn't want to give away any information. And so I told him, I think it's up to you. What, what are you going to feel worse about? Are you going to feel worse if you, uh, if you don't trust the guys that got, if you don't trust the guys who got you here, are you going to feel worse if you don't make the ballsy move that you think you need to make? You know, like if you know what doesn't work out, what's to make you feel worse is essentially my point. Um, Isaac made his decision being it. Um, but Isaac, have I ever come to you asking for fantasy football advice? I'd like to point out that I didn't actually ask you for advice. I simply, after I picked up Antonio Brown, I messaged you saying that I was considering starting him. I didn't actually ask you for advice whether I should start him. I simply gave you that mm. information, and you gave me the advice that you felt was necessary. Interesting, Taylor. Not, he makes a good point. Not quite. Well, I don't. I don't message anyone telling them the moves I'm going to make. Uh, but to but to make Isaac feel included, I told him that last week, and this I hinted this this at the pod that I actually was considering making a move and. And my move I was considering making was starting, <clears throat> picking up Taysom Hill and starting him over to Sean Watson because Deshaun Watson historically hasn't done well against the Colts. Um, and Taysom Hill would be a bit of a gamble, um, but I liked his matchup pretty well with the Chiefs. Well, he wouldn't even start from that to happen. So, so um, yeah, I last week I, I looked at all the matchups and I told Isaac that if he and I were to face, that the matchups actually favor me because his matchups are unfavorable. Well, if you look at Isaac's roster and you look at mine, the only green matchups that he has, the only favorite matchups that he has, is Tua Tagovailoa versus the Raiders and Miles Sanders versus the Cowboys. Um, that's a really big one. I don't know how much. He, he did mention he has some unfavorable matchups, though. So, I mean. No, I know. I know. I'm getting to it. So, I mentioned, 
I mentioned, so yeah, so Tua, I don't know if he'll take advantage of that. Miles Sanders, I can see him easily dropping 30, 40 points. Everyone else is red. Everyone else has not had a favorable matchup. Look at my team. Everyone has, almost everyone has favorable matchups, um, except for Ryan Tannehill faces the Packers. So with that in mind, I have all the favorable matchups. Isaac does not have the favorable matchups. Isaac is currently projected to win by by 11 points. <laughs> so I don't really I don't really know how much uh, how much weight that actually carries. Um, yeah, for me to get here, to be honest, for me to win, Isaac's gonna need to have some bad games. Um, I don't think any of my players have ever really shot the bed, um, but I'm gonna need Isaac's players to kind of cool off a little bit, and his players have shown to do that. So I feel okay saying that. Um, but that that's gonna be my path to victory. It's gonna be really Isaac. My team doing what they do, and Isaac's team uh, cool off a little bit. I'm I'm rooting for Isaac. He's had the same dank Sonic picture for the last two years. Uh, my final question is, what are you going to do with your winnings? Isaac, after you split your winnings with the rest of the minority chat, what are you going to do with your cut of the of the money? Um, you know, there are some charitable organizations I'm looking at currently. Um, the less fortunate, you know, obviously during the time of the coronavirus, there are a lot of needy people out there. So I'll be looking at how to how to use that money um, wisely. I'm also building a PC, so I'll, I'll probably use it on a new graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a good charity. It's a good charity. Uh, Taylor, what about you? Yeah, I will. Man. <clears throat> I will probably spend some money to buy Brett some toothpaste. Um, I will buy Dom some new deodorant. Um, and I will buy uh, Cliff a razor for his mustache. Um, but beyond those three, um, I'm, uh, I'm buying my girlfriend a dog for Christmas. And so this would be. <laughs> oh, wow. What kind of dog? Are you adopting or buying? Uh, we're going to a shelter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's the right answer for Isaac. He was, he was about to go off on you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's her dog. It's not mine. So uh, I'm not just going to pick it first. She'll pick it, then I'll just pay for it. You should uh, name the dog Free Palestine. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Which brings me to my last point uh, before I let you guys have your free-for-all for a couple seconds, uh, which is I'm not going to be able to pay for pay you guys uh the labor for editing this episode is 50 dollars, so we'll move on from there the final bit is talk your guys's shit uh isaac we're going to start with you say what you got to say about this matchup you have made it to the championship and everyone doubted you no one thought you were going to be here uh what do you have to say about that what did they say about your opponent go ahead this game was over before it started I'll see you fellas week 17. Damn. Taylor, what do you have to say? Isaac, you're a worthy opponent, and I hope you're able to build your PC someday. Damn. Uh, All right, y'all. That was the episode. Thank you to my guests, my guests, Isaac and Taylor. Uh, we will see y'all next season. Maybe next week, actually. We'll talk about the championship. We'll talk, we'll talk next week, and next week we'll talk a little bit about um, the worst manager of the season, Brett Eifert winning the Sacco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out Brett. Oh, Brett. Wait, wait, wait. Brett actually texted me, said to mention his consolation back to victory. Shout out to Brett. Great job, my friend. 
you won the Sackle Bowl. All right, y'all. We are out. See you next week. Peace. Right. See you.